Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to the Blank Slate. Thanks for press and play. This here uh, is one half of your co-host, Rich Camelucci, here in Chicago. And on the other line with me in Orlando is Mullet. Mullet. On this oh, fine, over. fine Wednesday when you're hearing this, how are you? Uh, I, like such a relief. It's over. Thank God. I never thought we'd get there. I literally thought like three weeks ago, they've been like, and to combat negative rating, we've added 18 weeks of football. <laughs> There's another dimension where the Patriots uh, are, have just tied it up to send it into the. Bro, don't even fuck with me. Don't even, don't even finish that. Don't even... quarter. Fuck you. Cause I, I, I'm reading so many comic books right now that are like, crossovers and every storyline is like alternate dimensions and like i believe that shit could happen so fuck yeah. off there's a new 52 over. of this nfl season oh jesus <laughs> god um, it's, it's over it's over it's and over. and if for whatever reason uh you're kind of just jumping in now what are we referring to specifically as being over well uh this season mullet and i as two incredibly lapsed football football fans uh decided to just um kind of week by week with hindsight being 2020 and all uh kind of go over each week kind of guess what the story behind each game was and just the narratives of the overall season more or less usually we kind of fucking nailed it the one big one i will say as as we should probably eat some crow but it's not like we were the only ones um you know, we kind of got the Nick Foles thing wrong. Did we, though? Did we? We said, I'm pretty sure after his first two starts back, like, well, the Eagles were fun. They, good for them being contenders for as long as they were. And, um, you know, we missed it by that much. Nick Foles makes Trent. Dilfer. No, because he doesn't, because he played so well. Like in name. Yeah. This is all your fault. It's all, I said it last week, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. It's it's all your fault. Well, look, man. Nick Foles is a Super Bowl MVP Mm -hmm. and is going to fuck some team out of money unbelievably. Some team. Very soon. Yeah. Uh, and I hope that team is called the Miami Dolphins. Not going to have. We got a quarterback, so we're good. <laughs> Hold on. Can I say? I'm glad you brought that up. So have you watched the most recent edition of Jimmy Kimmel's Mean Tweets NFL? It came no. out like three or four days ago. No. Uh, I was pooping. That's the only reason I was watching it. And uh, this, the, the, the sports ones are always kind of eh because like the deliveries, whatever. But this one's actually pretty good. The worst part of it is Ryan Tannehill being the first person in a mean tweets history, like 20 or 30 editions, to not actually say the swear word that's in the tweet. He wouldn't say the word pussy. Uh, come on. I mean, you know, that's I kind of respect everybody. 
everybody always just reads the tweet. So he gave me two things. He's too dumb to know how to, what the word Percy pussy looks like. What's the word? Percy? Per- <laughs> or, number two, he just sucks. I don't know. I, I'm I, going. I commend him for kind of stepping above, being above the rest of it, you know? It's the gimmick of the fucking thing. Well, the only gimmick I care about is him, his, his health gimmicks uh, being right. <laughs> One, it's one hell of a gimmick, man. <laughs> Hope that gimmick called his knee is fine. <laughs> um. So yeah. So the Super Bowl was this last week. Uh, let's set the scene, huh? What was uh, what was your your watching situation? Uh watching situation was it was just me and uh, the wife, and then our friends, uh, the Reals, Steve and uh, Laura. So it was just the, the the six of us because we also had the babies uh-huh. as well. I made a I made a big old pot of uh, Tony Colt's famous chili, mm-hmm. which I've become very good at, at replicating. You know, had some chips, had you know, just sprawled out on the couch. That, that's about it. Like half paying attention the whole time, mm-hmm. really just waiting for this is us. Uh, we'll we'll get to that later. Oh, please, um, please. <laughs> not not the episode, but uh, just post viewing options okay um stop i can't help it man (laughs) i hate you i hate everyone that watches this is us uh you would fucking love it god you need a good cry every couple weeks oh trust me i've got that taken care of um yeah but do it for like the right ways (laughs) i do it the old-fashioned way um (laughs) like yeah uh, so yeah, I went over to Tony Colt's house uh, for the first half and the halftime show. Got some of the the chili straight from the source, um, and then uh, hopped a lift over to our friend Radon's house, uh, his apartment. And uh, because he is a Philadelphia Eagles fan, and he also had a Patriots fan there as well, um, <clears throat> and and uh, watched it, uh, watched the rest of the game there. Which I was glad that that's where I finished it, just to see the people that actually have like an investment in the game um, yeah. be afraid. Uh, but yeah, so real quick before we get into like the actual game, game and stuff, uh, what was the hey man? What was the story here? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, this, huh? Um, to close out how we we started it. Uh, the star that we started out with, like, hey, are the Eagles good or the Patriots bad? <laughs> uh, no, the story here is the right team won and good ish prevails over just true evil. And it turns out, uh, when you have no emotional attachment to it whatsoever and you really want both teams, you really, I was rooting for a bomb scare the entire time. I literally said, I'm like, Man, can we just get a good old-fashioned uh, bomb threat about the second quarter? That'd be awesome. Um, the game was very good. Like, this is the most I've enjoyed, like, an actual football game in the Super Bowl in, in a little while. I, I really like the game. You know what helps that? A complete lack of defense. <laughs> yes. That was basically the all-star game version of the, of the Super Bowl. <laughs> that was, uh, in secret, the Pro Bowl. Uh <laughs> I don't even know 
the score or the result of the Pro Bowl, and it was held in my fucking town. It was apparently like a big comeback win for the AFC or for the AFC. Like, I, because I, I got like a random notification that the NFC was up like twenty at the half, and then apparently sure. the AFC won. Um, anyway, but yeah, uh, there was one interception that was one hundred percent not Nick Foles's fault. Uh, yeah, no. And then the only sack of the game came at the end of it, and it was a, a strip sack fumble. Um, and a buddy at work of mine, uh, he, we we're just kind of like just starting to talk about the game. And he's like, "Yeah, defense wins championships." I'm like, "What fucking defense? <laughs> the one play, <laughs> the one defensive play, or the?" Uh, arms that arm tackles that were being run through like freaking uh, turnstiles at the, in the subway. <laughs> that guy sucks. <laughs> that's, that's like saying like, um, oh God, I had something in my head and I lost it. I was just so focused on that being used as an excuse. <laughs> See, I told you. Good Lord. Yeah, I mean that's that's the only thing that was able to hold my my interest was, you know, the fact that there was constantly something stuff happened. going on. Yeah, <laughs> there was always something happening. Um, um, yeah, it was it's it was a very it was a wacky game from like early on with the missed field goals and extra points mm-hmm. to the just freaking uh, trick plays uh, to the to the crazy ending. Like, yeah, there was like. There were chapters to that game that was fun to follow. I thoroughly enjoyed watching it, which disgusts me that after this whole time, I actually liked the game. <laughs> um, also, for how many years, like, had the Super Bowl just kind of been the afterthought of, you know, whatever AFC championship game, like, you know, either the the Colts and the Patriots or the Steelers and the Patriots or the Colts and the Steelers or some sort of uh, combination of those three, like that being like the main course, like it's good that, you know, we've got like kind of a a few year run of exciting Super Bowls. Granted, I didn't actually watch last year's because I was on a plane for most of it. And then I watched the ending in a pho restaurant. But, you know, still. Yeah, it's. I miss the oddball Super Bowls. Like, I wish every year there was. I like previous years when I. Of course, I never have a vested interest because the Vikings can't get there. But, like, there's always the team where I'm like, it'd be cool if they won. You know what I mean? Like, last year, the Falcons, like, well, you know, you get the MVP and, you know, like, it's not the Patriots. So, they'd be cool if they won. Or a couple of years, you'll get like two of those teams, and then it's like a super fun game, like the old Rams Titans games, and yeah, you know, like yeah. Manning trying to get his first against fucking um, shitty Rex Grossman, you know, like stuff like stuff like that. That's like there's like all these like wacky storylines as opposed to oh, here are these two giant market teams that um, you know. I, well, I think that's why so badly we wanted like Jacksonville and and L A. to course. to get there yeah. because that's like the two most wackadoo. In Minnesota, in, like, their home crown. Dude, I, I don't think I mentioned this last week, but, like, I so wanted that game to turn into, like, a WWE show in the Barclays Center after WrestleMania. 
just like fucking like thousands of Vikings fans just being like, you both suck. Like just totally taking over the game. Yeah. Fucking throwing beach balls around. That would have been dope. But instead there was not a single Vikings fan in that crowd because nobody could afford to go. Well, yeah. Um, and they were, you know, uh, commiserating, commiserating and, you know, renting their, uh, homes out for as Airbnbs and driving around as uh, Lyft and Uber drivers. They were actually like, you know, making money that weekend. Good, good for you, Minnesota. Keep doing it. Uh, uh, populating the Mall of America, <laughs> which like every waiting for the next nitro. Yeah, which every outside interest piece took place in. They're just like, <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, we're here for the Super Bowl. Here's what else there is to do in Minnesota. Mall of America. Okay, next. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, Freaking! It was a good one. Um, the losing quarterback passed for 500 yards. <laughs> that that is a thing. Yes, <laughs> and losing quarterback was also Tom Brady. So that's always a good thing. That's always a good thing. Um, yeah. So uh, I don't know. Both teams are kind of like in a pickle now. Uh, you heard you heard what um what the Patriots pulled with Josh McDaniels, right? Of course, of course they did. <laughs> of course. I'm surprised the Lions weren't like, uh, hey, about that defensive uh, coordinator, new coach guy. Uh, no. Like, they couldn't, like, backpedal away on that one. Like, yeah. why would you want the guy that just gave up the most amount of, like, fucking yards in a Super Bowl to be your new head coach? Yeah, that'll get him on your side. <laughs> um, and Eagles have kind of a quarterback awkward situation. Uh, I actually finally listened. Uh, I was like, yeah, fuck it. The season's over. I'll finally listen to a Bill Simmons and uh, Cousin Sal podcast when I was cooking last night as the soup. And I want to see how sad Simmons was. Mm-hmm. And they kept bringing up, like, the Browns offer the Eagles, like, the first and the four, the first pick and like, the fourth pick, and, like, next year's number one for Carson Wentz. Did the Eagles do it? And they're like, no. <laughs> it's still Nick Foles at the end of the day. Like, you can't do that. Um, so they don't really have a situation. They have, they have the best backup in the league signed up for a year, and then, or who knows, once could have a setback. They might have Nick Foles for the first four or six weeks, and you know they're still sitting pretty. It's like a Garoppolo situation. Yeah, so. and they also like you know apparently they really like their uh, you know Sutfeld, their other backup. So yeah, who's to say what they do? Who do you think is the favorites going into next year? The Patriots, because football sucks. <laughs> because forever and always? Yes. Yeah. Until I watched Bill Belichick get put into his grave, or until I watched Tom Brady's leg fall off of his body, that's going to be just what how it is. Mm-hmm. Or unless like, some whole other new team comes out of nowhere and you know becomes like the new dynasty setup. Like, look at how shitty that team is. Like that team, like like after Brandon Cooks got knocked out, that team is fucking Gronk and Brady and a bunch of fucking nobodies, and they still are there every year because they're a machine and they know how to get it done. Sadly, don't forget Danny. So, I already have I. <laughs> um, man, this hey, you know, despite everything, I enjoyed this. 
I did too. I it was fun to shit on football for twenty weeks. Um, and there, there were like the the Philly special, like the the um, the fourth and one touchdown. Ooh, like that was dope. That's what, that's what like, I meant to bring up. Not only not only was that in a vacuum dope, but uh, the fact that it came off of the heels of the Patriots of, of Brady. trying to do that. Oh my trying god! To catch oh, the shade was real, and I was so happy with it. I was so happy. It made me laugh really hard in front of a lot of people that were like mildly chuckling. God damn it. Yeah. Tom, well, there's debate off if that was a bad throw or the fact that Tom Brady can run 10 yards in like 10 minutes. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I know really, oh, I'm saying like, it's, it's just funny to watch Tom Brady try to run and catch a pass. Like, he looks like a dad trying to like stretch out for his kid's awful ass throw, but he's just <laughs> slow as fuck. Yeah. Uh, it sucks that like, despite the Eagles like winning and it being like their first Super Bowl and so on and so forth, both halves of the game to me, the narrative still came down to what the Patriots were doing. Like in the first half, it really just kind of felt like. They were fucking with them. A little bit. Yeah, I think so. It was like one of those things where it just kind of felt like they know they're going to be in the mix by the end of it. So they were just kind of like not really, really, really trying. Uh, And then, of course, towards the end, like they were. And I like 20 million times muttered to myself under my breath, like it's too much time leaving them with too much time. Mm -hmm. And it almost mm-hmm. fucking was. Even after the strip sack, they almost had too yeah. much time. It was it was too much time twice. The dumbass reverse. Like if they hadn't gotten the dumbass reverse and lost fifteen yards on that kickoff return and started at even the fucking twenty. Yeah. You give them ten yards there, they would have been above midfield. It wouldn't have, it wouldn't have had to been a Hail Mary. Brady could have legitimately just like they could have legitimately tried to run a play. Right. Yeah. And and They're, Gronk in that jump ball situation probably would have had to go on against one or two less defenders sure. and had a legit shot at it. There's a narrative that you can make that the Patriots lost to their own hubris. Finally. <laughs> <laughs> the other two times they just got fucking unlucky finally. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. This time they were hoisted on their own petard. Yeah, because God knows fucking Patrick Swayze and old ass. Uh, I almost called him Tom Collins. But that's a drink mix. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> Tom Coughlin. <laughs> they didn't beat. They didn't beat the Patriots. Sorry, Augie. <laughs> um, yeah, this time the real MVP of that game was the fucking coach. That coach. That was like the bet. Like you could have shown that game to somebody that doesn't know anything about football and have been like. That team is probably coached very well. Like, yeah. I mean, if you even understand anything about football, you saw like the balls and the confidence and the awesomeness that ball that coach. Balls. Like every time, like there was a setup, and it's like they should really do this. And then normally in those situations, you're like, why the fuck would they do that? They did. He always did the thing that, like, as a Madden player, you would do. Yes, that's ex- what I was just about to say, with the exception of some clock management management stuff at sure. the end of the game. With yeah. that exception, which 
nobody in the NFL, the real life, real world analog NFL ever gets right, especially if your name is yeah. Andy Reid. Uh, that, but yeah, like for the rest of that game, though, like the prior fifty-seven minutes, yeah, it felt like it's perfect. You were playing a, uh, a fantastic game of Madden. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think that's why I enjoyed it. I just like watching guys play Madden. <laughs> so I was like. <laughs> Basically, a game of Madden. Two yeah. dudes that don't want to play defense. So I mean, they did have those like Madden 09 uh, versions of like Brady and Foles. No, Steve looked that up. That was Madden. Uh, what's 20? No. What was it? It was like Madden 2000 graphics. Like, legit. Really? For whatever reason. Hold on. Steve looked it up. Hold on. Oh, God. Super Bowl. I needed to know the Super Bowl video game. I mean, you can say Madden '96, and I believe you. I mean, they were—they were bad. They were very bad. But why NBC used least valuable player with those trashy video game graphics? There was a reason why they did it, and I'm pulling it up. But yeah, like I didn't even notice until like the second time they showed it, and that was—that was—that was it. Yeah. Uh, oh, some some company that. Uh, oh no, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Some 3D graphics company that can do full body scans that they just like paid money for, and like needed to use them, and they were they were bad. bad you know money. what? You know what they actually looked like? They looked like um, one of the old acclaimed WWF games. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's what they looked like. Yeah. They were. Yeah. They. Yeah. It. It. They looked like creative wrestlers from WWF Attitude. Mm-hmm. I, whatever Steve saw was wrong, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so, all right. Uh, other aspects of uh, of the game. What about? Uh, uh, don't even need to talk about the halftime halftime show. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. No, it, well, it, it was bad, but it was fine. Mm. It was fine. It was there. Um, commercials, highs, lows. Mm, sure. Um, the only reason I legitimately watched through the whole game, uh, highs. Love the Tide stuff. I thought Tide killed it. Yeah, I um, care. Uh, I, the ads themselves, take it or leave it. I'm just glad for uh, Hopper getting a payday. Yeah, David Harbor. Funny dude, nice job. Um, yeah, I, I like those legitimately. Um, when they when they popped up, um, I liked uh, Danny DeVito's and Eminem. I mean, that's all I really need to say. Sure, sure. The fact that took us in 2018. Who would you cast as yellow Eminem? Uh, the dumb coach from Coach. You know, what I'm talking about Dauber? Dauber, whatever his name was. Yeah, yeah Dauber. Dauber. Yeah, yeah. Let's go, girls. Yes. <laughs> Let's go, girls. Dauber. God damn it. Uh, you know, the mummy from Under Wraps and nothing else. Um, uh, no, uh, if not him, hold on, I got to think. Uh, Santa? Well, it's J.K. Simmons. So just take right. J.K. Simmons with like with a, like a like a Norbit fat suit on. Well, in that case, you might as well have just had Billy West be the red M&M. Nah, but like I see it in J.K. Simmons. I don't see it in Billy West. Yeah. Um, so I like those. Uh, 
the Mountain Dew Doritos thing was just fun, innocent. Yeah. Like normally those things are pretty corny, and like if you get Dinklage and Freeman involved, like hey, that's pretty that's pretty cool. The the first one in particular with Dinklage and Buster Rhymes, I was yeah very with. Buster Rhymes, welcome to the uh, celebrity who now looks like they get stung by a bunch of bees. Hall of Fame. <laughs> you join Ted DiBiase, and I think that's it. <laughs> the he's, he's been there for a minute too. I just, it's been a while. Steve, I think that's the loudest Steve got the whole game. I was like, holy shit, what happened to Buster Rhymes? <laughs> How'd he get in that picture? I, think, I called him, uh, I called him Mustard Rhymes. I don't so, know if Mustard can make you fat, but it's the only food I can think of that rhymed with Busta, kind of. So, Mustard Rhymes. Uh, so, the uh, biggest, I want to say the biggest reaction for any commercial at both places uh, that I was at. Uh, was for the Cloverfield Paradox. Mm. Well, I mean, I, the big reaction for us was that it was online, like, immediately. Yeah, well, no, so, so for the first one, uh, they showed the, the tr- commercial, the trailer, and uh, then it showed, like, the title screen for the Cloverfield Paradox, and everyone in the room was like, oh! And then it goes to... Uh, streaming on netflix and everyone like oh like that was the fucking twist (laughs) which it really was uh and then like when i got to radon's place i asked spencer and uh because i'm like hey this is what happened at tony's place and he's like that's exactly what happened here too um yeah the fact that it was uh streaming immediately uh after the game was a brilliant stroke yeah it was a fucking brilliant like that's some game-changing shit from Netflix. Like, way to fucking go. Uh, the movie is apparently absolutely dog shit. But say, the movie is apparently awful. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and it's a very pigeonholed into being Cloverfield. Like, it wasn't originally Cloverfield. Right. And they're like, we could probably add three things in this to make it Cloverfield. So let's yeah. do it. Yeah. Um, which is apparently kind of like very similar to 10 Cloverfield Lane. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know, that worked uh anyway yeah um i don't know just from like a uh industry like point of view, like a moment man. standpoint yeah i get well, that and not only that but just like from a moving forward standpoint like that is fucking it's very very smart you're gonna i'll yeah. guarantee you're gonna see copycats do the same thing next year like hulu and mm. uh you know probably like hbo go or something like that um you know, any other services out there will probably like launch either a new show or a movie or something like that. Uh, yeah. And just kind of like further push things along in that direction. Um, and that's pretty much all anyone was watching after uh, uh, the Super Bowl was either Cloverfield or plenty of people were still watching. This is us because I saw all the cry, cry emoji tweets afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. There should be. Um, we all lost our fucking dad, okay? We did neither of those things at Radon's place. Because as a, as an Eagles fan, he was very elated. And we, and by we I mean myself and Spencer, have a secret mission among the two of us that every time we're hanging out over at Radon's place, we are going to without 
telling him this is our mission, we're going to make him buy off of Amazon Prime an episode of Bar Rescue every time we're there. A new episode. Such a harebrained idea. I love it. Well, like we were just like hanging out there like a couple weeks ago and Bar Rescue just like came up and he just bought an episode. Like, oh okay cool and it was it was good it was fun i get it it was the first time i ever watched one uh <laughs> and then i like offhandedly like mentioned to spencer like hey this would be a fun bit to just have right on for like three dollars a piece by like 150 episodes of bar rescue <laughs> such a... <laughs> so dick <laughs> i love it and so we watched uh so i like threw it out there like hey we should watch Bar Rescue. And we ended up watching a Philly theme, a Philly episode of Bar Rescue. Uh-huh. Uh, and and it was great. It was very fun. And and two down. Damn it. 148 to go. <laughs> um yeah, here um well we didn't talk about uh we talked about positive Super Bowl commercials. We didn't go into like the negative ones. Um everyone like apparently like the like the votes like like any like poll said that the most popular one was that Alexa commercial. I fucking hated that Alexa commercial. Yeah. Um, thought it was just nonsense, celebrity pandering bullshit. It was it was uh, celebrity lazy. Yeah. Uh, speaking of celebrity lazy, uh, man, Pringles wasted Bill fucking hater. Everyone Holy hell. Bill fucking hater. Oh, I know, but like, damn, dude, like, is stuff really that bad? Like, someone needs to like kill Bill Hader's bookie or something. He's so, like, like he doesn't back have in the T-Mobile commercial zone. It's nuts. Like, Bill Hader's like one of the funniest people on the yeah. fucking planet. I agree. And he did ten seconds of a Pringles ad. Um, all the car commercials were terrible. Notably, the Martin Luther King one that everyone's talking about how bad it was and how just. Uh, straight offensive it was have you seen oh, yeah. the recut of it uh where they cut a section of a speech where he's actually talking about like yes shit yeah, yeah okay yeah it's very good um yeah uh I, I know you're very upset about um dundee not being real but i, I think we all know that that's a good thing yeah um, i i had to play the part of you actually to let everyone know that it, it was even after they said it was just a commercial people still thought yeah. it was like but but is it though i'm like no i've went i've already gone through the cycles so uh <laughs> that said um uh nick lathan and i might uh go and just write a write a script on spec well, now apparently there's there's an actual petition to get that movie made. Like That's people actually want it for whatever reason. Oh well, one uh, that was pretty predictable that that would happen, uh, and two, I mean, it's an it's a super easy pitch. It's the Creed of Dundee. Just God, um, like that's all you have Dun-creed. to do to pitch any like reboot now is just like. It's the creed of this. Just make sure we get Matthew Barry to still write it, and we're good. Um, the creed he wrote the last of Crocodile Dundee movie. <laughs> it's the creed of Mister Three Thousand. Um. Also, uh, 
It's just all baseball <laughs> movies. You can only do it with. <laughs> I mentioned it earlier. Uh, the Giants' dirty dancing thing was. Oh yeah. Just odd, and man, there's nothing like seeing Steven Tyler more horrifying by making him younger. That was so fucking. That was, so that was sad. The, that was the worst CGI I've ever seen. It was also just like a really sad message. Oh god. Also, uh, fuck you, Matt Hardy, for stealing Steve for stealing Steven Tyler's gimmick. <laughs> Finally figured it out, asshole. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was about it. It was kind of a you know, in the year like I feel like most years, uh, the movie trailers were all right. You know. Uh, we we pop for solo, and yeah. then like after you watched it again, you're just like, nah, I don't know about this. I don't know. Um, I'm I was staying pretty hyped for it. No, I mean like the longer the longer trailer, like the full two minute one. I was just like, nah, I like the teaser more. Yeah, I'm um, just, I'm I'm, I, I'm staying up for it. I, I'm hopeful for it. It just troubled production. Sure. You know, just yeah. I don't I know. know. Uh, Avengers was still cool. Um, I guess. How the fuck, man? Here's a blast down. Me and uh, me and Steve watched that Jurassic Park trailer, and we're like, "Yes, this is gonna. They're gonna nail it on the end of Goldblum. Give me some Goldblum, baby. There's no Goldblum. And then, like, fucking two hours later, Goldblum just in a Jurassic Park car commercial. <laughs> yeah, he's in a Jeep commercial. I actually like, missed I the Jurassic the Park one. It was very early. I think it was maybe like the first commercial, like yeah. like the first break of the first quarter. Yeah. I feel like, um, but yeah, it was it was good. Um, what other were there any other movie ones? I'm forgetting. Skyscraper. The Rock is now chopping up buildings with one leg. The Rock versus a building. Yes. <laughs> Thank the you. The Rock. The Rock with a handicap versus a building. Yeah. Bring it on, dude. I mean, like, I already want to buy the. The Walmart bin two disc set of Rampage and Skyscraper <laughs> together. It's essentially oh. this. It's two halves of the same movie. Dude, wouldn't it be great if those movies were fucking connected and they're just not well, saying anything? Yeah, because like that's like what, he loses his legs in Rampage. Yeah, they have to be. Hold on, every everyone fucking stop right now. They have <laughs> to be right. They're the same. It's the same. <laughs> Same it's thing. Simple. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's going to come out like right away. It's just, yeah. This is the new from uh, until twenty twenty three. All the rocks movies are going to be sequels of one another, but they're all going to be something fucking different, just yeah. based on the last thing that happened to him. <laughs> so Rampage is going to be the start of it, and he's going to lose a leg, and then he's going to go to skyscraper, and in the middle of skyscraper, he's going to meet somebody who will probably be like his cohort in Hobbs, like whatever. Whatever well, the Fast like, and the Furious Hob think, movie is. Where do you think he got, like, you know, the, the animals from, from Rampage to begin with? He got them from the jungle, from Jumanji. Oh, that's true. All right, so we've so now he's met somebody in the skyscraper, and now they're going to be in, in the spinoff of Fast well, and Furious with J- uh, Jason Statham. And, and here's the thing. Uh, there's a scene in the trailer where, like, Rock's jumping from, like, one skyscraper to another, which is something that happened in Fa- uh, Furious 7. But of with course. cars, but except he's a he's but he's a man. So really, through all just finding out the rock's a lazy, uncreative prick. Um, <laughs> Seven bucks productions. What's up? Let's reuse. So it. now, Let's recycle. Let me get let me get my Calvin and Hobbes joke out. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Jason Statham is Calvin, and the Rock is Hobbes. 
It's all a dream. Resets the franchise and then just opens right back up from there. Tell me you wouldn't watch Jason Statham in The Rock in a Calvin and Hobbes movie. But how does Ballers fit in? Uh, well, Ballers is before the franchise starts. Wait, we're going to fucking like Pixar this? Like every movie's connected? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Good luck with Gridiron Gang. <laughs> Uh, oddly enough, I think Southland Tales would be the easiest one to fit in. I was going to say that at first. I'm like, nah, that probably actually works incredibly well. Yeah. Um, because yeah, that's, uh, everything's just loose in that movie anyway, so fuck it. Insanity. Um, yeah, that's it from uh, Super Bowl. Super Bowl uh, stuff. Uh, anything in life you want to talk about? Or other entertainment, um, briefly? Uh, I feel like I have been watching something. Haven't I? I haven't. Have I? Oh, no. I. Uh, no. I've been meaning to see The Shape of Water before this, but I just haven't had time. Yeah. Uh, Sam and I finally were able to watch Three Billboards uh, a few nights ago. Loved it. Talked about it briefly on this week's Married with Movies. But um, that's it from us. We're getting... Uh, time on president's day in a couple weeks so i'll have some movies to report there probably i i want to see the shit out of black panther because everyone says it's fucking incredible yeah so i'll probably jump to the front of the list sadly um not sadly but you know i want to see all the oscar movies too but you know yeah um and yeah for tv nothing major and then well besides of course you know like I, i'm gonna take my time to discuss this is us it's oh, goddamn rich. Do you want to go? Do you like? I'm a sounding board. The man went back into the house. Spoiler, by the way, and saved the dog. And he also got the photo album. I mean, and then he goes and he. Oh god! And then oh, bro. All right, all right. So I'm going to say this, and it's going to sound really weird. The show is turning into Lost in the best way possible. <laughs> because just when they, they pay one thing off, boom, they give you something else. Now they're flashing forward. But it's not stupid and like time travel's not involved. I don't even know. Is that what Lost was? I don't know. I, I It eventually got there. I, oh, I great. Well, cool. The that. show is not like that. The show is actually good. This is um, Lost. <laughs> yeah, I'm for it. I'm going to fuck. <laughs> uh, didn't they do a thing where they like superimposed um yeah the, part the of the game game yeah in the background so yeah it was really cool so what that implies is that what you were watching had just happened about an hour and a half prior and exists in the same universe as us yeah it it, 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 so it is set up directly. this is us it is us. That's how good this show is, bro. All right, well, I'm telling you, man. Like, just do it. Rip the Band-Aid off. I don't go. You watch. I guarantee you. Watch the pilot. Give me the pilot, Rich. Give me the pilot. Tell me that's not a dope-ass pilot. And tell me you're not going to watch the next week. Or, like, watch the next episode. Give me the pilot. Come on. You give me the pilot of This Is Us, I will give you something that you know I don't want to watch that you've been trying to get me to do for a while. 
What do you not want to watch? I mean, I, I, you'd have to name some stuff that you already watched that I'm just like, even though I know it's probably good. Yeah. Nothing off the top of my head is like hitting me, but I feel like we've discussed things that it's just, you know. All right. Um, maybe but wasn't that's... there, wasn't there something, what was the long big pitch? Was it the Game of Thrones pitch you gave me a while back about like why I would watch it or like oh, it or um, something else? Yeah, no, that was like, that was like the thing. And didn't come out the same way I hadn't imagined it in my head and it's um like you know that's that's too much that's that's a long investment yeah it'd have to be something a little more tight which you know there's not there's I think there's like 30 episodes of this at us at this point so you know it have to be something smaller tighter but you know be thinking about it. I'm just, just give me the pilot right. Since... we'll we'll because you know I'm I'm kind of in a groove right now and I could, you know, stand for uh, something to keep coming back and revisiting. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Okay. Just uh, just don't blame me when that nose starts sniffling, those eyes get heavy, and yeah. oh fuck, it was it was so good. It was so good. Oh, so good. And there's another episode tonight. I missed this episode tonight to record with you. That's how much I love you. I, I was late to the funeral, Rich. I was late to the funeral. Speaking of late to the funeral, uh, any trade deadline predictions? <laughs> Fuck you, sending the throw for the Cavs. You son of a bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, don't I got one for you. The, I don't know if you saw the, uh, the, the news that came out today, but LeBron James is definitely going to use his no trade clause to finish the season with Cleveland. Ask nobody. Also, some uh, some GM thinks that he he planted that LeBron going to the Warriors story, which um, I'd like to thank that story for causing me to understand what a, a thirty year old heart attack is. There's plenty of people that think that was a planted story, the same as the one I just mentioned. Like the thought behind it being the first one, getting everyone used to the idea that he's going to be looking to go to another team in the off season, and then the one today getting everyone just kind of grateful that he's going to, you know, finish one last season out in Cleveland. I, I think it's all a bad idea. And honestly, he's probably not going to win another championship, but if he, the best case scenario that he will have is if he actually fucking commits and signs a long-term deal with the Cavs so they can actually build something around him and not just kind of piece shit together. But that's just me. Right. Rich, you're making too much sense. You know, it's really bad when uh, I, I look at the, the video about the NBA on ESPN, and it's a guy explaining about uh, the luxury tax is so bad for us that we couldn't even add Tyreek Evans. It's really bad. It's not a good situation. Like, we have $56 million over the, the tax. That franchise has been hijacked. Yeah, and we got a championship, so I really don't give a fuck. No, I um, know, <laughs> but... The don't, local don't economy get, might. We could sign a guy in an oversized fish outfit tomorrow for $20 million. And I'd be like, did LeBron want it? Cool. Put him at the four. <laughs> <laughs> Does that make LeBron smile? Is he still there? Rad. Uh, meanwhile, Chris Staff Porzingis is torn his ACL. <laughs> oh, fuck. Really? Yep. In the game against Milwaukee tonight. God damn. 
and another one bites the dust. Yeah. It looks like uh, it looks like Giannis was going to get hurt, and Giannis, oh, Giannis, uh, Giannis. Vince Carter, Tim Hardaway tonight. What? He cleared six foot six Tim Hardaway on a dunk, <laughs> like Vince Carter did the like Russian dude in the Olympics. Right, right, right. It's just that you mentioned three names when referencing two people, and two of those names were relevant in nineteen ninety seven. Tim Hardaway Jr. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I I eventually got there, but I was very yeah. confused for a fucking yeah. hot second. I said it poorly. I just saw the picture, <laughs> and the picture is hilarious, and that. Giannis is already over him, and Tim Hardaway Jr. is cowering in Giannis's crotch. Say like, with him. It's like, no, God. Soft G, Giannis. It's like yogging. I know. Look. Giannis. All right. On to Takumpo. I got that part. <laughs> Let me fuck the first part up, okay? Took me long enough to get that. You got the first part. We're going to make it to the second part. We got this. This I'm is 30. us. To, I'm over 30. I have to fuck up sports names. Don't you slander this is us. They're a strong core family. That's what I'm saying is this is us. We can get better. This is us. This is who we are. This is us. Um, watch, watch the show so you know that's, that's what you're doing is wrong. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to. That's just going to be my new catchphrase. This is us. Great. Cool. Um, um, there was one of the sports I was going to mention. No, trade deadline. Uh, no, nothing's going to fucking happen positive, at least for me. Uh, <laughs> it'll just be the same old <laughs> shitty ass team. That could give up. Hey, here's a here's a thing. We were talking about, you know, throughout the year, however many of us could put a gaggle of guys together and uh and probably win a game against the Browns after so many tries. Sure. I'd reckon myself, you, and ten other guys could probably put a, up against the Cavs at least in a full length basketball game, NBA regulation, fifty points. We could put 50 points up against the Cavs. They're allowing 110 points a game. Yeah, I feel good. I feel good about that. I, I like I'll get, I'll get hot at some point. Uh, Tope will be playing insanely well. Just because he just. I could get by Isaiah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. This is going to be a fun analogy. Now it's not anymore. <laughs> I really going to enjoy role playing this. And then you said the realest, saddest thing fucking ever. And now I'm totally out of it. Who? All right, all right, all right. Uh, who's like? Let, let's, I want to end some basketball talk on a positive note. Who's like a young guy that you're you you're most excited about right now? Like first or second year in the league, someone you kind of like want to take ownership in. You, like that's going to be like the next guy. I'm calling it, and I want in on that. I want to buy that stock. Um, I mean, it, it seems like shitty to say Ben Simmons, but Simmons has been fucking fantastic in his first year mm-hmm. and has been everything that you know we were hoping for. Um, so he would be a main one. Um, I don't think I really haven't been following too, too much, sadly. Yeah. Um, so, so it's hard for me to really put in because God knows the Cavs don't have any uh, rookies. Um, everyone's kind of up on this Mitchell kid from uh, the Jazz. Everyone's excited about him being in the dunk contest. I don't even remember his first fucking name. Donovan. Um, what did you say? Donovan? Donovan, yeah. Donovan Mitchell? Yeah. Um, really anybody but LeVar Ball or Lonzo Ball. Uh, no, 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 Ball. you were right the first time. Uh, uh, Land, of, Land of Lakes Ball. <laughs> <laughs> um, here, just a, just a word of the wise. 
And and we can end it on this. Uh, oh my god, we lost to the fucking Magic tonight. I just saw that. Hey, the Heat lost to the Magic last night. So by eighteen points, not that many. We scored nine points in the. Go, Rich. Yeah. Go. Go. Well, also, go. go. The heat, hey, hey, the Heat have been on a slide themselves lately. I think they got those sweet ass Vice jerseys and then just kind of got like a little bit feeling themselves and forgot Bro. how to win for a little bit. I tried. I'm sorry, dude. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> before you, before you die, I'll make sure you get buried in it. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a hat. It's it's nice. It came with like a really nice uh, enamel pen. It says Vice in like the heat font. Nice. Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, but they are, at the very least, the Miami Heat have won the hometown jerseys of the season. Here's a kick in the dick. You guys are the seventh seed at the moment. We are two games ahead of you. Yeah. Oh, no, we went from the fourth seed, half a game out of the three, three seed to the seventh seed, like, well, over the course of a week. Three through eight are all within three and a half games of one exactly. another. So, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, God, we're 30 and 22. That's so shitty. So, God, I just want to go ahead and end this conversation on a piece of advice mm. from, from me to you. From someone mm. who's been through it before. Mm-hmm. If LeBron James urges mm-hmm. you to draft Shabazz Napier, don't do it. Don't do it, Mullet. Why would we draft him? <laughs> What's it going to be? A... Look, Cavs, you're really shitty. Do you want to draft some old shitty players? Shabazz Napier, saying, number one. It just it feels it's the same situation. It's the, the 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 weather patterns are the same. Don't do it. We did it. Don't do it. Is he the one that like, didn't want to fly or some shit? I don't know. He's the one that the summer before uh, LeBron left, LeBron's like, yeah, I really like this guy, Pat. You should draft Shabazz Napier. Sucker. And then we did. And then he's like, Pew! So just that's my advice to you. Don't draft Shabazz Napier. Done. <laughs> yeah, there's all kinds of. DeAndre Jordan might move. God, don't give us that. If we get that contract, we're literally going to have to sell the city of Cleveland. <laughs> oh, Cleveland's bankrupt. Again. Again. Um, what if we... Yo, could we trade Isaiah for something? Yeah, because he's on a contract here, isn't he? I think so. Fire up that like, trade machine. Well, so much for sleeping tonight. <laughs> Anybody? Will somebody take anything? All right, I got Isaiah Thomas for Shabazz uh, Napier. No, <laughs> the ghost of New Bull and a Pappy Gam. Sorry, we'll take it. All right. Well, uh, yeah, that's gonna do it for this edition of uh, the Blank Slate. Um, yeah, God, feels free. Don't you feel free? Don't you feel like the genie at the end of Aladdin? I do. I love you, but I'm so happy I don't have to talk to you next Tuesday unless I want to. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so, uh, what do you what do you got going on? Uh, what's happening with uh, Married Movies Potswoggle this week? Um, this week for Married with Movies, the the streak continues. We watch It Comes at Night, um, a horror movie from last summer that everyone liked for some reason. Spoiler alert. Um, we watched that. We recorded it before this. It's a lot of fun. Check that episode out. 
on the network and also on all the places you find your podcasts. For Podswoggle, um, we haven't recorded it. We're recording it tomorrow. We're going to record some news. Um, there's been a lot of it uh, post-Royal Rumble, a lot of New Japan news, all kinds of moving and shaking going on in the world. So that'll be this week's episode of Podswoggle. Um, yeah, that's about it. All those are available on arcadeaudio.net and on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google. Don't forget to also vote for the Mullet Awards. Things are getting, man, I'll tell you, there are some tight races. There are some hilarious breakaways. Um, there's there's some good results there. So make sure you go to arcadeaudio.net slash the mullets. Before the Oscars, you got about a month left to get your votes in uh, and try to vote for everything I picked instead of what Samantha picked. Get on that. Um, yeah, and of course, uh, we can find you. Uh, at your host mullet uh, 38 on twitter or no just your host mullet on twitter the 38 is on instagram Maybe. which you don't use um, i never use them yeah uh yeah as for me uh you can find me average cameo on twitter and instagram and then uh of course thank you very much for listening downloading subscribing uh, if you do so on apple Podcasts, google play music stitcher uh wherever it is that you listen to your podcast please hit us up with a rating and a review and also, um, yeah, please be subscribed if you aren't already and you won't miss a thing. Um, of course, you can head on over to ArcadeAudio.net to find uh, this and all the other fantastic shows on the Arcade Audio Network of podcasts. Um, and of course, uh, our Patreon, uh, ArcadeAudio. Or I'm sorry, Patreon dot com slash arcade audio uh get bonus episodes and uh, all sorts of cool exclusive stuff uh, depending on your uh, level of involvement and thank you everyone who already does um uh, support us on patreon or have already left a review um but yeah that'll do it uh so moment any final thoughts I look forward to doing this in 2020 for the XFL. I ain't doing this shit next year. (laughs) All right. So for mullet, uh, this is rich and this is us. You can go ahead and delete this now. Go fuck yourself. Slater. (laughs) Sounds like the end of the last action here. Go fuck yourself. Slater. That's out of line. I don't know, man. Thank you for playing arcade audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.